Knock, knock. Who's there? I have bad news. I have Ligma. Ligma who? Nothing much. What's up with you, dog? <laughs> Yo. Bad guy here. It's Davis. Bad chance. And we got... Thank God. Finally. Praise the heavens. Uh, I'm doing a tap dance right now as we speak. You can't see it. It's just my lower body is moving like a little Ant-Man. Because it's the season four finale of Ballers, episode nine. There's no place like home, baby. That's the name of the episode. And God, what a long fucking... Long, 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 long road it's been. I'm tap dancing on William Strassmore the second's grave. <laughs> would you say every day is a winding road? <laughs> I would. You know, I, I think that's a very astute and description. Nothing has reminded me of that fact more than suffering through four, what it, four and a half hours yep. of ballers this fall. The worst show on television, baby. Yeah, um, hard to debate at this point, because I don't watch a lot of bad TV shows, you know, once it, once I get a couple episodes in, I go, oh, this sucks, you know, you, you bail up. on it, but it's it's our duty. I as... would have given up on this shit long ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, up till this point, for the first few seasons of Ballers, I've watched it as not necessarily a guilty pleasure show, because I don't believe in guilty pleasures, but it's just a sort of like, hey, here's a nice show to throw on. In the background, there's going to be some hot chicks, there's going to be some friggin' cool tunes, there's going to be some buff rock, there's going to be some uh, bitchin' Miami scenery, you're going to see some cool palm trees, you know, it might be some silly stuff, some funny stuff. Cool outfits. Cool outfits. It's still got some cool outfits. It's still got some of that stuff. A little bit. But boy, I don't know what they was thinking this year. (laughs) I don't think they were. It's like, I don't know, honestly, this this even felt like this finale, it's like, it's a shame the show is renewed for another season, because, like, they could just leave it right here, and it's like, okay. The, actually, this, weirdly, to me, felt like half a finale. It felt like there's gonna be another episode next week, because... Because <laughs> nothing happened. I don't think any of these storylines really came to a definitive end. Which, I mean, I guess that's fine for serialized television, because you're gonna do another season next year... But typically you want there to be specific arcs in your seasons of television that end certain ways with the... And then they feel dramatically uh, whole. Yeah, and now that makes you want to come back for the next season. Right. This just petered off. Let's say, for example, let's talk about our old pal Ricky Ballers. Ricky Ballers. Let's start with Ricky Ballers. So Ricky's subplot this whole season has been trying to get back into footballs, right? Yep. Back into the football life. So we found out last week a shocking revelation that he's jamming steroids into his ass. Yep. Um, he's juicing, as Kose Co- Canseco said back in the day. I'm juiced, baby. And he had bounced a baseball off his big juice head. He had, he was in DK mode. As uh, Rick Ross said, I feed him steroids to strengthen up all my chickens. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um. So... Th- and then he was going to sign with the Rams, right? Yep. Because so, he, he had lost it. He had lost the eye of the tiger, and he couldn't catch no footballs no more. Hands and were bad. Charles came to him and said, Ricky, why you have bad hands? And Ricky said, I must not have bad hands no more. <laughs> and so 
he started juicing apparently, and then also there was this business with uh, he was uh, uh, he was a, he was a kneeler. Yeah, he was yelling at some white people. He doesn't respect our flag. He doesn't respect the flag or the friggin' troops. Nope. Um, no respect. He even refers to himself as Osama bin Laden in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Because uh, he, he comes into the kitchen. This is his first scene. He's wearing this fresh ass fucking Givenchy jacket. Mm-hmm. Like once again, Ricky with the best clothes in the in the show. Do we need to get a space heater in here for you? You I look did. like I'm you're fucking, chilly. I'm cold. Yeah, it's a chilly day today, actually. I haven't. My body hasn't adjusted. Yeah, it's finally fall. Falls falls here. It just it fell right in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to dive in. So, Ricky Baller's in the kitchen. Right, and his girlfriend's is there, and TTD is there. With a cool hat that said, make my president black again. Yeah, and uh, Bunny Colvin from The Wire is there, playing Ricky's dad. But it's the character, Bunny Colvin. Ah, I'm really disappointed in you, Ricky. I'm really disappointed. I brought you up from the streets of Hamsterdam. (laughs) I found you as a crack baby. Um, Raised you as my own. Raised you as my own. So they have a, like, a little inter- intervention for him, and then he's like, what am I, Osama Bin Laden? Something yeah. something about the shooters? Never know who it is. And then they're like, Ricky, you gotta tell your buddy Charles that you've been shooting steroids into your asshole. Yep. Which, okay, so this is a plot line that's just appeared in one Last episode. Last episode. Right. And so we haven't really dealt with any sort of the effects of, like, PEDs. There's been no... He hasn't been... Like aggressive or anything. I get. Well, okay. There was that scene at the Whites where he was like, he went off on him, right? And then he claimed it was just his like happy pills. Yeah. So, all right. So this has just been in the background the whole time. Like, why weren't we privy? Why weren't we not made privy to the information that he had been doing steroids as the viewer? Yeah. There, there was no reason to hide this from us. Aside from a shocking last minute revelation, you know what's fucked up is a show like Always Sunny. Is alluding to a to a steroid subplot better than this show <laughs> with Mac? It's like I, I'm I'm calling it like he's been more and more aggressive throughout the season. I think oh. there's going to be a steroid uh, subplot, yeah, but like that shows smarter about how to set that up than this show about athletes shooting up their buttholes with steroids. Yeah, well, like we said. It, it seems like there's, uh, God, I'm trying to think of, um, it was, I don't, I can't remember what the game is called, but we did this in a creative writing class in college one time where, uh, like, you're given a prompt and it's like, uh, it was a dark and stormy night, and then one person in the class writes, like, the a paragraph, whatever, yeah, yeah, and then you pass it on and pass it on, and it just keeps building to, like, this, but you're only allowed to see, like, one sentence in front of... Oh, where okay. you're writing. You right. can't see back to the beginning of the story. Gotcha. So you don't know what the fuck you're writing about. Gotcha. So that's how this show was written, is in that style. Pretty much. So it was like that way. It was, a, it was a bright and sunny L.A. day. <laughs> Spencer Strassmore walked down the street. He passed along. It was like, also, his buddy Ricky was there. Yeah. And then he passed along. But you don't know that Spencer's there, so it's just Ricky's there now. So, it's like, so Ricky shot steroids in his <laughs> butt. <laughs> Ricky shot steroids into his ass. <laughs> And uh, I think we've just discovered the baller's writing process. So Ricky's whole storyline is he has to go tell Charles when he signs on the dotted line, hey, buddy, I've been shooting steroids into my ass, and that's why I'm good at catching footballs now. After Charles said, don't tell me if it's going to make me mad. So he tells him, and then they hug or whatever, and then he's like, go sign a fucking contract, and he signs a contract, and then Charles drags Ricky Long to this fucking press conference. Yep. 
gives this whole long-winded introduction. He's like, yeah, yeah, we go back to Miami together. I've known this man since Florida. The one, the only. And then out of nowhere, he goes, Kassan. And then Kassan, I guess, just like... Uh, apparates, yeah, just yeah. apparates into the room like a fucking wizard from like, Harry Potter. Like Ricky didn't notice his right. rival in yeah. this fucking yeah, press Sam conference. just walked in. What's going on? And then uh, that's it for Ricky's storyline. This, yeah. this is what I mean about like no sort of dramatic... Uh, like There's no fallout from that. We don't wow. see Ricky confront Charles like, hey, why'd you do that? You know, Why'd you bring me to this press yeah. conference and like give me this whole rigmarole? Why did you have me sign the, the contract? Right, bring yeah. me to this press <laughs> exactly. conference. And apparently the contract was null and void? Like, was that ever a legitimate contract to begin with? Ricky didn't even read it, so maybe it was just a blank piece of paper. It just said, like, fuck you, Ricky, (laughs) and he just signed it? Um, Like, shouldn't this this have landed on, like, a final beat between Charles and Ricky? Yes. And he's like, hey, I fucked you over the same way you fucked me over, you know? Give me the rope-a-dope. How's it feel, Ricky? Yeah, how's it feel? You know, a taste of your own medicine. But no, Ricky just... Saunters off. Yeah, he just sulks away, and that's the last we see of him. <laughs> that's it. It's dude. confusing. It's very confusing. He's like, oh, I guess I'm not going to play footballs no yeah, more. I guess not no more. So, I don't know. See you next year, Ricky. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> or maybe he's just off the show now. <laughs> maybe he was so fed up with this season that he's like, dude, just write me off. Yeah. Like, I got better shit to do. That's why it's only nine episodes instead of ten. They're like, fuck. <laughs> we lost one of our stars. I'm going to go do Black Klansman yeah. 2. What would happen in Black Klansman 2? He uh he gets his his skin pigmented like Michael Jackson <laughs> to be a white man and then he actually himself joins the KKK. Like a reverse Tropic Thunder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, Ricky. Good good tale. So that was Ricky and Charles's storyline. Yeah. Because we don't see Charles any more than that, or no. Charles's wife. Although it seems like Charles was happy. He was like, I finally stood up for something I believed in, and that was really it. Yeah. Know. It's like he kind of like learned a lesson from Ricky, but then in learning his lesson, just decided to fuck Ricky over anyway. Yeah, I guess. Friends fucking friends. Man, it's a it's a dog-eat-dog world out there in the football land. Because then we've also got a, a little schism happening, although this was a little more pleasant, between uh, Joe Ballers and Rock Ballers. Yep. Because originally Joe Ballers is mad at Rock Ballers, because Rock Ballers says, I'm suing the fucking NCAA, we're going to take him down brick by brick. And Joe goes... What the fuck is you doing, man? You're over here, you know, looking buff in your purple Joker suit. Yep. Showing up. You can't uh, fight no NCAAs. Right, you can't fight no double NCAs. You're one man. And The Rock's like, yeah, but I'm one buff man, so I'm equal to like a thousand mans. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. I think the, the big problem there is that The Rock is playing things close to the vest, and nobody knows. They're like, what's this guy doing? What's his, what's his whole friggin' deal? What's his plan? Like, he goes on the, the TV show with Jay, Jay Glazer. Glazed seems, and confused. Yeah, Jay Glazer seems to be the only uh, sports media personality who exists in the world of ballers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, anytime you need an interview done, go straight to Jay Glazer. Yep. There's, no, uh, there's no first take. He'll show up on really bad yeah. CGI'd football fields. Really bad cgi football fields. He'll show up in his little warehouse to jump on some pads. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah, why is he the only, like, media presence? Yeah. Also, he's got a show in L.A. now, but remember he had the show in, in Miami, Miami like, at an actual like studio. two seasons ago. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Dude, he's got studios all over the world, man. He's like Santa Claus. It's like, you know, Ludacris may have hoes in different area codes. This man's got different studios. <laughs> got studios <laughs> in different area codes. Um, so Spencer goes on there and he's like, hey man, fuck the NCAA. 
uh, we need to get uh, benefits and money for these players. I want these kids paid. Yeah, and we got to fix the eligibility rules. You know, you can't have the coaches leaving and then the students are locked into the eligibility, blah, 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 blah. Which I don't get why that really matters. How does that affect the kids? I guess, um, like, if you sign up, like, okay, I'll, I'll put on my, my hat on signing day, and I signed because I wanted to come here and play with this coach, and they were attuned to my needs, and they, okay. you know, built the playbook around me, and then this guy, you know, runs off and gets a coaching deal for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. And now I'm stuck here with these bozos I don't know. And, and a bad coach. Right, exactly. And it could, you know, that could cut your career off, your potential career off at the knees, because then, you know, yeah. what if you come out and originally you were throwing 6,000 yards and... You know, 40 touchdowns a year, and now these guys are like, hey, we want to run the ball. Or so you go like from, like, a first-round draft pick to, like, a last-round right, draft yeah, pick. Right, like, yeah, that could really fuck with your money because you're not getting paid for yeah. the college play. So you're you're banking yeah. entirely on – it's an investment, really. The, yeah, know, yeah, becoming kind of player. like your education. Yeah. Wait, what? You know, because, like, you, you know, you're paying all this money to go to college. It's like an investment. Uh, right, yeah, because you're going to have to be able to pay it off down the line. Exactly. Uh, that's a whole other... Or just be cool and don't go to school. Mm. I honestly, at the start of this episode with Subpoena Kid, I thought that guy was going to like shoot up the offices. <laughs> he seemed very suspicious <laughs> off the bat. His co- well, there's this cut to him, and then they don't cut back to him yeah. for like five minutes. And I was like, wait, did they just completely forget about the coffee guy? Coffee boy. And he decides to serve the NCAA dude the subpoena. In a shut elevator. Yeah, where it's like you can't And escape. he handed the guy a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> He's really it's treading he, dangerously. He was, yeah. Elevator's <laughs> closed, coffee boy. <laughs> he comes out with like third degree burn wounds all over his face. The elevator opens, he just like falls for his face is like burning off. He's going to have to get the Black Klansman 2 surgery. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is all the skin we had to graft on you. I look like a pig man. He's... <laughs> He's in the fucking weird, uh, weird basement with the doctor in Batman 89. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what I had to work with. Rock's like, I got some Joker suits I can give you. These are four sizes too big. <laughs> Better start working out, boy. Um, so then, uh, then the NCAA pays Spencer a visit. Yeah, at his hotel. At his hotel. And they, the guy's like, you want me to leave these uh, bodyguard dudes behind? And Rock was like, fuck no, I like to leave witnesses alive. <laughs> but then those guys aren't in the room with them. They are in the room. Yeah, that was strange. And uh, there really isn't like a big argument or anything. They both no, just they... are like, no, fuck your deal, fuck your deal, I'm out. Yeah, then they seal things pretty quickly, it seems. Yeah. Cause... And Quincy... Quincy gets his eligibility. Right, and then we find out that this was all just a... a, a... A sting operation because they do the nose thing. Yeah. He he tells the bartender, "You ever see the movie The Sting?" So this was this whole NCAA lawsuit and him storming in their offices, going "Fuck you guys, fuck you, blah blah blah." I miss my brother. He killed himself because of you. Was all to get Quincy his eligibility back so he could so go, go to, to USC, USC and bang the chick we saw for half an episode yeah. that watched True Romance with him. He just wants to have some True Romance, right? And so it's all because, like, the deal and, fucked up with the TV station, so, like, Quincy wasn't going to go to USC. Right. And so Spencer's entire sting operation that, uh, I guess, was some sort of rousing success for him... I guess. ...was really just him undoing a fiasco that he got himself Happened into. three episodes ago. 
And if you're going to run in your finale, I think, uh, a con operation and you, you want your audience to go, whoa, Spencer really he knows pulled a fucking doing, fast yeah. one on him, you have to build that through the whole yes. season. Like, if you were telling me his whole buying this Sports X company and all was that a part of it? was leading up to some sort of con at the end, that would have been cool. That would have made me go, whoa, and like revisit the season. Not revisit, not, I'm not going to watch all that. Shit again. But to think back on it and go like, oh, okay, they really like weaved that in yeah. in a very, very cool way. But no, we got the creative writing uh, <laughs> pass the sentence on. But it turns out, Spencer, this season, is now a very big fan of The Sting. Yeah, and it... And so basically all it is is the whole plot is he just has to resign from his jobs and become unemployed and everything is okay. Right. So basically Spencer is just bad for business. Yeah. Well, they've been telling us that from the beginning. Wasn't it like way back in the pilot episode he checks his ATM and he's got like a... No he's money. overdrafted. Yeah. Because um, so he spent it all on cool purple suits. I, you know, this was the first season and maybe they've been listening to the fans... But this was the first season with sort of a downer ending, I guess. Usually it ends happily. Yeah. We, we were reading, what was it, last week or the week before, some guy on Reddit predicted the ending where everything works out for everybody, but... It didn't. I mean, Spencer's so, unemployed. Spencer's unemployed. Rob Corddry Ballers is yeah. running the company now and looks like he wants to rejoin forces with Russell Brands. And do ay- ayahuasca with them. Right, and they're going to do ayahuasca because Russell Brands is not sober no more. Yep, he's let the demons back. Right, the demons is back in. Night of the Demons <laughs> 4. Barn fuck. Barn fuck. Um, Dome piece to a gun. And uh, Ricky did not sign with the Rams. Charles seems to be having a good time. Yeah, Charles so, came out on top. Charles. Uh, oh, we see uh, whatever his name is. Travis Ballers. Jason Ballers. Jason Did something. we ever figure out his name? Generic white guy Ballers. Generic white guy Ballers. What's, a, what's the most generic white guy name you can think of? I don't know. He seems like a Chad. Gerald. Gerald. No, no a Gerald. black guy's named Gerald. Yeah. yeah, that's more of a. That's I immediately think in the black dude from Hey Arnold yeah, named Gerald. Gerald. Um, I don't know why I went to Gerald. That's weird. Arnold. I'm sure there's some old white men named Gerald. Yeah, there's got to be. Probably. Hmm. I'm trying. What's a good old white man name? Sean. Sean. Nah. Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> hey, that's your name. It what is. the hell? It's, a, it's um, an old generic white name. No. Doesn't work. I like I like either Jason or Travis for this guy. I could see him as a Jason. Jason. Yeah, Jason. Jason that actually might be his name. I think it might be. <laughs> Shows how much we paid attention. So Jason Ballers. He gets one scene where he's like on the phone. At his girlfriend. There was the whole Tiger Woods thing. Yeah, which blew over. No problem. I guess. Uh, he bought her a fancy bag. Yeah, and she was like, oh, I thought you wanted to come out here for a run, and now you're looking at your phone. I can't believe it. Yeah. And then he's like, Spencer really fucked me over. I told him to go with this lady that I went to law school with, and then the, his girlfriend's like, did you fuck this lady? And he's like, no. And then we see him text The Rock, you're a scumbag. And that's it. And that's it. That's all for Travis Ballers. Yep, nice nice little send-off for him. Right. So, see you later, James Ballers. <laughs> Adios. Um... Oh, Vernon? There's a Vernon bit. There is a random Vernon Vernon bit. is just randomly hanging out with some mafia, mafia? guys in tracksuits. Yeah. Maybe we'll see more on that next season. I doubt it. Probably um, just like uh, Spencer Ballers going into the Hall of Fame. Right. Never to be yeah. brought up again. <laughs> First episode. Hey, Spencer, you're going to go in the Hall of Fame. Okay, cool. Maybe we'll see some ceremony. Maybe we'll no. see give a big speech. Too much for the budget. No. 
just write it they out. They couldn't green screen him in at the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Like, uh, and then uh, they'll film like Michael Irvin yeah. for one day, like as a day player. Rock's not on set, so they just film him in like a really tight close up. And, and, and Michael Irvin's like, <laughs> yeah, all yeah, right, Spencer. Spence. All right, Spence. Yeah, um, this show sucks. <laughs> there's the Anderson guys, the brothers. They got new kidneys, both of them that yeah. they got from a dog or something. Yeah. The guy talks about a kangaroo. Maybe they got kangaroo kidneys. It sounded the way he strung that sentence together sounded like he was talking about kids posting videos of dogs fucking kangaroos. Right. Yeah, yeah. He goes, you haven't heard of the internet? People posting food, dogs, fucking kangaroos. It was like, wait, what? Well, hang on. What dark web are you hanging out Eater on? species erotica. Unfriended dark web? Yeah. Maybe that guy's a black hat hacker. It could be. Maybe he's in on that. He's one of those people betting on the, the deaths and stuff. He, well, you, <laughs> he's rich enough. I yeah, think, exactly. Yeah. That's where he got his kidney from. Um. Anybody else? Is uh, so we covered all, all the Ballers boys? I think all the Ballers been covered. Yeah, let's take a look at the Ballers subreddit and see what uh, all the fans have to say. Were they happy with the finale? Yeah, were they pleased? Because as we read last week, most of them seem to be uh, in the same angry. boat as us. Yeah. Um, our ballers. Uh, first thread, the sting nose tap? <laughs> Somebody's confused about it's it? It's obvious he's signaling thanks to Dwayne Johnson's character, but what did I miss that's deeper? Okay. Trap music relevance. Why does almost every episode end in drug-dealing rap music? Besides Ricky's steroids and subtle references to psychedelics... Which aren't trappable and honestly seem like it was added to entice teenagers. <laughs> and just because Wahlberg is a Joe Rogan wannabe. What the fuck? Dude. Is any character on this show slanging rock or hair on? <laughs> Dude, I love this one post from three days ago. Song playing when the MILF throws the pie at Spencer's car. <laughs> Which we figured out last week. It was yeah. called The, the Way, Way You, you used, used to Love Me. me. And uh, The Rock is listening to Chill Wave yet again in this because there's a scene where he drives up to Joe Ballers and it's this extremely uh, laid-back, like, lo-fi synth song. Yeah. So I guess The Rock... We thought he was listening to that to get horny last week to go fuck the MILF. But I guess it's just to deal with his upcoming unemployment. Yeah, I don't, maybe it's a coping mechanism, or maybe yeah. he just likes to be chill. He just likes chill music. He's on his pills, like he's driving around fucking high as shit. <laughs> Running good. over bicyclists <laughs> and shit. It's good oxy music. <laughs> Doing lines off his dashboard. Um... Uh... The Ni- that Nike skater shoe concept was shit. Okay, yeah, that's right, the... Because we had the, the storyline with the skater Brockhampton kids... And uh, so Nike gives them these shoes, and it says, like, Skate Municipal on the bottom, and it has fake puke paint that glows in the dark. Yeah, pretty much. And that was it. And like I said, uh, I think it was last week, if this storyline had led to something about, like, corporations co-opting the counterculture, it could have been an interesting bit of, like, social commentary. But it's no, it's literally the corporation co-ops the counterculture and there's no critique or satire of it. It's Nothing. like, cool, man. Yeah, Nike's dope. Yeah, Nike's cool, man. They cut us a fat check, so we'll show all their bullshit. We're hit with the kids. I mean, that was, Rob Ballers was wearing Nikes this whole episode. I'm sure they have some sort of back alley handshake deal with those uh, sick fucks, that Phil Knight bastard. By the way, his name is Jason Ballers. Is it Jason Ballers? Yeah. 
And somebody points out about uh, his girlfriend must have been a casting couch role. She's banging the exec producer or oh, something. Oh, shit, really? I, that's what they say. Um, oh, so this Nike skater shoe thread. Uh, the guy re- responds, I feel like the people writing this show are juniors in high school. And then the dude replied to him, my kid's a junior. That's fucking insulting to him. <laughs> Classic. And Wahlberg just took it political. That's what I was just looking For at. For fuck's sake, I avoid Trump news daily. I really don't want to have politics invade my downtime. Edit. Edit. Correct spelling of Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that politics don't affect you enough to be more of an annoyance, but to some people, myself included, politics and the outcomes affect your everyday life. It's important for me to see things that are more uplifting, and as if there were a resistance towards the current political climate. It gives me hope. It might be temporary, because it is just a show, but it's there. Remember to vote November 7th. Well said, Dr. What6S. We just want some fun escapism in our show. Oh, you poor whining pussy. Can't disagree, <laughs> so you try to go ad hominem. <laughs> I'd expect nothing less from somebody as pathetic as you. Jesus Christ, sleepy banana lion. Explaining the con. Okay, here we go. For anyone wondering about it, Spencer first mentioned the sting when he brought Q to USC. He offers to get Q signed with USC in exchange for a TV deal with ASM. Both Spencer and Q would somehow get a cut from the TV deal. Everything about this arrangement is against NCAA's rules. USC wants $200 million for the TV deal. Spencer ropes in the Anderson bros to put up the money. NCAA knows the Anderson bros are connected to Spencer, so they investigate and declare Q ineligible. Q tells his mother, quote-unquote, the truth, and she ends her relationship with Spencer. Spencer apologizes to Q in a public setting. Well, it was on a football field with nobody else around, so I don't know. Uh, Spencer sues the NCAA. We don't know the details, but presumably it has something to do with his brother. NCAA offers to reinstate Q if Spencer drops his lawsuit. Spencer refuses and subsequently resigns from ASM. By rejecting the NCAA's offer and resigning from ASM, Spencer created the illusion that he has nothing to do with and nothing to gain from Q signing with USC. Hence, the NCAA reinstated Q regardless of Spencer's refusal to drop the lawsuit. Q gave a coded signal as a thank you. If they say so. So... So, nothing meant anything. so, uh, So, is he saying that... They actually did get the the TV deal? I guess so. Because Quincy signed with USC and they and touched and his no, nose. Nobody else knew nothing about the TV deal? Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. So Spencer did make a lot of money in the end. Yeah, so Spencer's unemployed but still rich. Because they didn't mention the TV deal at all. You'd feel like uh, That's something when you they, would the point Sting out. thing says, like, you know, maybe he'd like, get off the phone with DirecTV or something. Yeah, like, anything. Yeah, anything. Send a text to some TV exec or something. Yeah. Uh, somebody replied, Nice summary. In order for this to all work, Spencer would either need Q to cut him in on the percentage down the line or still need an ownership stake somehow, somewhere. That's right. So he resigned from ASM, so he's not getting a cut of the direct TV deal because the deal was with Through his ASM. agency. Uh, bad writing. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't think the writers do either. So in the sting operation, so maybe it was a selfless act. Okay, he I wanted don't buy it. he wanted Rob Ballers to succeed in the company, and he got Q Ballers the money. I would like a writer of Ballers to summarize this fucking ending, like yeah. to actually hear them phone us up. We know you're listening. Yeah, I want them to actually try and convince yeah. me that this shit made sense. 
Um, let's read a few things from the main discussion thread of that episode, and then we'll dip out of here. This show sucks. We had some fast news. I think we can save it for next week. That'll just be our mini-sode. It'll be recapping yeah. fast news from the past, like, month or so. You know, because we can't escape any fucking rock yeah. news. Because he's got a new TV show coming in, like, January. He has another show? Yeah, we talked about this. It's like an American Gladiator oh, show, yeah, so it yeah. might actually be decent. Yeah, it might be fun. like a competition. I don't know how much there'll be to talk about it, but we'll at least watch the first episode. Yeah, we'll give it a check. I was also thinking we should check out some of the Justin Lin stuff, like maybe the Magnum P.I. pilot. Okay, yeah. Um, I think uh, Han, Han Kang's on yeah. that show, so that should be fun. Um, here's your top comment. Definitely think they need to work on getting back into football next season. You don't say. I think the writers made a huge mistake making Ricky so old. The show was more interesting when it involved the day-to-day life of players. Agreed. Yeah. But Uh, did they really make Ricky that old? Not really. It doesn't seem like that old of a man. No. Well, maybe late late 20s early 30s no that's not too that's, old yeah. especially not for a wide receiver exactly not, yeah i mean you're not you got, a fucking running back right, you got like guys like bolden and uh steve smith who played like well into their mid to late 30s yeah yeah the running backs are the guys who are like getting fucked up you know really i can't imagine nah getting like, big men to pound on me all day sounds like my wet dream <laughs> <laughs> got him uh here's another guy explaining the sting don't care Man, this season finale was all over the place and really need another episode because I was so lost what really happened. You and everybody else, pal. Yeah. Uh, HBO's theme of what the fuck comes next lives on with ballers. Why was there only nine eps, LOL? I think Spencer recorded the meeting he had with the NCAA and used that as leverage to get Q reinstated. That's a real stretch. Well, that season was terrible. I think they should ban cocaine from the writer's room. It was so all over the place. <laughs> it had to be high people just shouting ideas at each other and thinking it'll work. I like that theory. Yeah. Uh, one guy's comment was just, the long con, dot, dot, dot. Seven points. It wasn't a long con. Uh, it, it was seemed a three-episode like, yeah, con. Three episode con. <laughs> it's a mini-arc con. It's uh, a James con. What the hell happened to Ricky? This show was all over the place. Poor Ricky. Um, what the fuck? The ball people do not ball hard. I don't like it. I don't like this show. Have you ever seen the movie The Sting? No? Well, fuck you. You don't get to know what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, can you imagine if HBO had added The Sting to, like, their on-demand and so it was like, yeah. this was all just a ploy to get viewership <laughs> for that movie. Check it out, it's a classic. It's on HBO Go. Worst season by far, Jesus Christ. Not wrong. Um, this show just really makes me want to like watch Entourage. What the fuck happened? I am confused AF after this episode. Yep. The creators are unhinged liberal SJWs and have ruined the show. <laughs> Congrats. The globalists. These idiots live in a tiny Hollyweird bubble. Holly weird. Oh man, you know, that was smoking fun. their Holly weed. Yeah, I would rather watch Entourage. Yeah, oh, it's, at least it was fun in its nonsense. Yeah, this just is not. It was an honor to be mentioned on Entourage. Yeah, if they had made a joke about uh, old Harvey Weinstein, Harvey was probably sitting back in his fucking penthouse chuckling, going, "Wow, getting blowies from young starlets." Yeah. Marky Mark, he truly knows what he's. Doing I remember when I remember when Marky had to suck my dick to get a role in the big hit. <laughs> um, yeah. 
what a what a time. Uh, Thursday, Resident Evil, right? I believe so. Yeah, week three of our our freaktacular horror month. Prepare yep. to be scared shitless. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also a precursor to our video game month starting next month. Uh, November is going to be fun. We're going to go record an episode uh, starring Mark Wahlberg, of all people. Marky Mark! Marky, and a little fella by the name of Luda! Chris Bridges. Uh, so that should be cool. And you're probably wondering, why video games? Why November? Why? Well, hey man, all the fucking premium gold goddamn games are coming out now. Yep. You got uh, Red Dead Rodeo. Yeah. Friggin' Call of Duty Black Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hitman. Call of Duty Black Guy. All the big games is out now. Yeah. Spider, it's, Spider-Man. Yeah, it's video game time it's season. It's video game season. Buy them for your family. New Assassin's Creed, probably. Yeah, don't there was. Do, don't they do a new one every year? No, they stopped that. Uh, but these two came out back to back because they have go. two studios working. So get them for your son for Christmas. It's good times for them. families to bond. Good times for gamers, bad time for chance. No money to buy them. No money to buy game. Venmo. What's your Send Venmo? Me- Chance Minter. Venmo me monies for games at Chance Minter. At Lance Ginter. (laughs) At Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Let's get out of here. Hey, thanks for nothing, ballers, you fucking bastards. The Rock. Suck suck a fat one, you big bastard. You egg-headed silverback gorilla. (laughs) Fucking egghead. (laughs) All right, that's been real. It's been fun. I've been Davis. He's been been Chance. Chance. Salute. Me familia. (laughs) Ah! <laughs>